Welcome to the Become Your Best podcast. I'm Lauren Sweeney and I'm your host. Today we're going to be talking with our special guest about how is it that we really do find fulfillment? What is important to us? How do we know that we still have value even in our later years in life? If you're an entrepreneur or a leader, you're in the right spot. So let's get our journey started. Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to our podcast. We are excited. And before we jump in with our guest, we want you to know that this podcast and our company mission is it's all about you and helping you to become your best. We get how hard it is, and especially on our own. And that's why we put together the best curriculum in the Become Your Best Success Kit, where you get 10 videos on confidence and public speaking, building success and emotional intelligence completely free. And the best part is you also get a free coaching call with our team that's full of value. Again, it's totally free. So if you haven't already, text RISE Podcast to 949-416-0671. And today's special guest is Jennifer. Jennifer is an incredible person who's going to talk with us today. She comes from Toronto, Canada. And our founder, Netta, spends a lot of time up in Canada near the Edmonton area. So we're excited uh, to have you from from Canada. She's the creator and the author and the founder, really, of Old Chicks Know Their Ish. <laughs> it's a community and a podcast uh, designed to inspire and support. And I know that we have men and women on our podcast today, but her expertise, you're going to see, it's going to be phenomenal. Speaking to all genders, really, to support us in chasing our dreams and kicking but in our next chapter of life, she's an empowerment coach, a podcast host, a writer, and a speaker. Having made her own midlife course corrections, as I think we all do throughout our whole life, right? She's a passionate advocate of the inherent power and knowledge that women possess at a time when they often feel most overlooked and doubt themselves. We're excited, Jennifer, to have you on the show. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. So I think it'd be interesting to know before we tell everyone how you course correct, can you tell us how did you start on this journey? And maybe I think often when we hear very successful people, you know, it's hard to imagine they had to course correct themselves as well. And of course, the best teacher and best knowledge comes from our experience. But talk to us a little about how you got into this space. Yes. Yeah, so um, I had a long career in corporate, um, yeah, basically almost 30 years in corporate. And in the year leading up to my 50th birthday, I found myself divorced, unemployed, empty nester, and I was also bedridden with a stress-related illness. And so basically, my identity, who I thought I was in the world, wife, mother, corporate executive, um, and at the time, I was a really avid gym goer. Basically, all of those identities were stripped away from me in a relatively short space of time. And I started asking myself, okay, if I am not these things, then who am I? And I was, uh, the answer that I was getting back is like, I didn't know who I was. 
right? And then when I started thinking about, okay, what's the next chapter of my life going to look like? What do I want for my life? I had no idea about that either. And so I was really kind of left standing in this, like, I call it the void, right? Like I was looking in front of me and I saw nothing. I had no idea who I was. I had no idea what I wanted. And, you know, after throwing myself a big old pity party for probably a bit longer than I'd like to (laughs) admit, I finally got to the point where I was like, wait a minute, I'm only 50. I have probably 30 years or God willing, 40 years ahead of me. Like I got to figure out something. And this is an opportunity for me to create life on my terms. Like, what is it that I want most for the rest of my life? And that started a big journey of um, really self-discovery. It was a personal development journey where I had to go really deep inside of myself to figure out who I was and what I wanted. Mm. And, and, you know, what was interesting too is like, you know, I, I really liked my corporate career. I mean, obviously there was parts of it I didn't like, but all the way along, you know, I was kind of checking all the boxes and doing all the right things that I thought I was supposed to be doing and getting promoted. And along the way, there would be this little voice that would be in the back of my head going, is this it? It's like, is this what we're working so hard for? Like, is there more? Is like, this is it for the rest of my life? But every time that voice would come up, I would literally push it away and be like, okay, get back to work because you got stuff to do, right? And I couldn't entertain it because one thing, it was just really, really scary. Like if I entertained it, then I had to do something about it. <laughs> and that to me felt like having to like give up everything that I had worked for because that's what I had done. Checked all the boxes, done all the right things, you know, gone to the right schools, got a good job, worked my way up. Like I had checked all the boxes and done all the right things. So if it's not this, then what is it? And it was a really, really kind of scary question for me. Yeah. I think that most of us keep ourselves extra busy because we don't want to find out the answers. We don't want to listen. Exactly. I think we can, we can relate to that. And in that moment, you were forced (laughs) by the universe to, to listen and I yes. think a lot of us can relate to losing our identities. You know, I yeah. I felt that way even in climbing the corporate ladder and reaching the promotion and thinking, this is it? Like, I still don't yeah. feel good enough. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? exactly. It's not supposed to happen. And now it's sort of your life's mission and work to help women, especially women, but, you know, men can relate to this too, of like, who are you? And that in let's say you're 50 or let's say you're listening you're 20 or you're 40 or you're 70 you have so much to give and so much wisdom so let's say somebody is listening and they're like yes i relate i relate now what what are some great getting unstuck tips you know we have been taught um all of us have been taught in the culture that we live in to seek outside of us for the answers right? Like, you know, to go talk to somebody, to read it in a book, to take a course or whatever. And the one thing that I learned along the way is that everything that we need is already inside of us. Like all of the answers we need are there, but we've never been taught how to listen to ourselves, right? We never create that time or that space to really, like really tune in and to like hear our intuition or our gut or whatever it is that you want to call it. And then to learn how to trust it. And so, you know, like I said, that niggling little voice was there going, this is, there's got to be more, there's got to be more. But I was just like, okay, sit down, shut up. I got to get back to work here, right? Couldn't tune in. And even if I did, I was like, I didn't know what. And that really, like, for me was, um, and for I, I say this for everybody, I counsel everybody, is carve out some time for yourself. 
like not time where you're scrolling on your phone or watching TV or whatever, like literally start to sit with yourself and ask yourself, what do I need right now? Right? What, what, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? Right? Like what's going on mentally, emotionally, physically, right? And just tune into yourself. And you can do that starting if, if two minutes is available for you and you know, that's all you have in your day, then take a deep breath and then just tune into yourself for a second. Or maybe you go for a walk in nature before you start work or um, like whatever it is, wherever you can be in a place of silence and solitude so that you can hear yourself for a minute, because we all have everything we need inside us. Yes. It's even in our intro. I saw, <laughs> I saw yeah, that. Wait a minute. They took my brain though. I was like, what? Yeah. You see how aligned we are in, mm-hmm. in that thought process that it is within us. And it feels almost a little nerve wracking to think, no, no, I probably need to go read 10 more books. No, right. I probably, I don't have the answers inside of me. Yeah, that is so true. Oh, I love that. So as a first step, taking some time, without our phones, without other people, really to ask ourselves, how am I really, what is it that I really need? Exactly. Yeah. And finding something like even, you know, spending some time doing something that you love, like something that's not for anybody else, but yourself and waving, like I said, maybe that's going into nature. Um, One of the things I discovered for myself was paddle boarding, right? Where I could go out into the middle of the lake, lake and I can be there like by myself with no interruption and I can actually hear myself out there. So being in that state of, you know, joy or, you know, bliss, doing something that you love is also a really, really powerful way to connect with yourself. Mm. Yes. That has no purpose. That has no purpose. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's a, You know what? And that's a really good point because so many of us will push that to the side because like, oh, I can multitask. I can get that this and this done at the same time, right? I can walk the dog and, you know, listen to a podcast. I can do like all the things, right? But we're actually selling ourselves short in that because our focus is not on ourselves, right? And again, even if it's like you get up five minutes early and you, you know, sit and sip your coffee by yourself before anybody in the house is up and then just like breathe, like start with watching your breath, right? Like, just tune in that way. Like it doesn't need to be, we as humans, we have this very all or nothing mentality. It's like, I'm either meditating for a half an hour every day or I'm not doing anything. Right. And that keeps us stuck for way too long. We can do tiny, tiny little things that will get us there. And I said, like, even if it's five minutes, even if it's two minutes, start where you are and what is available to you. And then if it feels good, expand it. Yes. Exactly. I, I love the conversation of purpose and purposelessness. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and reminding my, my hyperachiever that you are doing something productive right now. Mm-hmm. You're resting, you're journaling, you're being like, that's productive. I have to talk to myself like that because. Oh yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing. You know, when I came out of my corporate, um, out of the corporate world, like I felt like I had to be doing something always, like I had to be productive. And now I will not start my day until I have filled my own cup. And sometimes that might be an hour in the morning. Sometimes that might be two hours in the morning, but I give myself what I need before I will give anything to anybody. Mm. And that takes having that self-awareness to know what you need. Yes, exactly. And getting quiet enough to know it. And then I think it's a, a bit of confidence to trust our intuition. Yeah. Do you feel that way to say, okay, this is what I need. 
Yeah. Yeah. To listen and to trust, you know, again, because we haven't been taught how to trust ourselves and especially as women, right? Like we are, you know, our external validation comes from outside of us. It's for what we do for other people. It's what we do for our families and our careers, you know, how we look. And so we don't pay as much attention to what's happening on the inside as we should. And that's why I always say start really small and then practice makes perfect, just like everything, right? The more we do it, the more confident that we become. And like, now I can, you know, recognize my intuition, like, before my brain even clicks in, I'll be like, oh, oh, something's up here, right? But that's come with a lot of practice. And practice gives you the confidence to be able to trust it. Yes. Okay, so people are listening and they're thinking, all right, I'm taking that time for myself. I'm working on trusting my intuition. I'm working on filling my own cup. What do I do from there? Or what happens when I get stuck? Yeah. So every one of us has, you know, this little inkling in us like as a spark. It could be a long held dream or a new dream. And it's that thing that pops up, you know, when we're quiet and then we push it away and we replace it with all kinds of stories why that thing is not possible right? Oh, I'm not smart enough. I'm not this enough. I'm too much of that. Like, I'm not good at math, like whatever the thing is, right? We, we list the myriad of reasons, like this, this little idea, this little nugget pops up, we list the myriad of reasons why it's not possible for us. And we squash it. And so I always tell people, when you have that, when you catch yourself, and this is another part where you have to be aware enough to be able to catch yourself. When you catch that little thing pop up, and you're like, Oh, I would love to do that. And you catch yourself in the act of like squashing that little dream, stop for a second and check your stories, right? So if it's like, I'm not smart enough, how do I know I'm not smart enough? Have I ever tried this? Is it possible that I could learn it? Right? Um, You know, I always use the, you know, am I bad at math? Well, maybe my teacher in fifth grade told me I was bad at math. I'm an adult now. Am I still really bad at math? Right? (laughs) And just try to challenge the stories. Because when we challenge the stories a little bit, we find little openings right? Where we're like, oh, okay, I could possibly learn that, right? Or maybe I could get somebody to help me with math. Or maybe I could get somebody else to do the math for me, right? So we we have to challenge the stories in order to find the little openings that we can then kind of step into. Mm, yes. Is this actually true? Where did I get the story from? Exactly. And then I have found that sometimes I, when I'm working with a client or for myself, we realize we made the whole thing up. Yeah, we made it up. Oh, wow, we could remake it. Right. We could rebuild that concept because we made it up in the first place. Yeah. You know, like I had a a teacher when I was six years old who used to tell me I was a really bad writer. And we're not talking about writer and it's it's in sentence structure. It was like my printing was bad. It wasn't clear. So she told me I was a bad writer. And I carried that with me but I, the meeting got totally distorted. I'm like, I'm a bad writer. I can't write. Right. And so even like that seemingly insignificant, innocent little thing got so contorted in my head that when I sat down to write every time I'd be like, Oh, I'm so bad at this. And then one day I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Right. I'm actually not that bad at it. And even if I am not great now, I can get so much better if I just do it. Right. Because we tend to shy away from the things like we hate to start over. We hate to be in the learning place right? We hate not knowing. And especially, you know, if you've had a long career and you're used to being the expert in your field, it can feel even that much harder for you to put yourself in the learner's chair and to make mistakes. Absolutely. I think it's because 
oftentimes I'll see this in our clients, we and myself, we relate to ourselves as that's us. So exactly. if I'm learning to be a better writer, for example, if I'm not the best writer yet, it doesn't mean that I'm not a good person. It's just I'm learning the skill of writing. If yeah. I'm learning to be a better communicator, I'm learning to be a better. It doesn't mean that I'm like damaged goods. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's, and, and this is the thing, right? Like we, we, along the way of the, you know, the path of our lives, we have accumulated so much knowledge, experience and wisdom. And so often what we do is we discount it, right? Like we've overcome, you know, by the time you get to be 50, you've overcome some challenges in your life. Like most of us have, like life is never smooth, right? But we discount it by saying, well, well, I just did what I had to do. Or, you know, that was just that. Right. And, you know, when you actually sit down and then stack those things up and you're like, man, I am badass. Look at me. Look at all of this stuff that I know that I have learned. And then you recognize it's like, oh, I can then, you know, I can go forward now because I can overcome challenges. I can learn things. I've proved it to myself. Absolutely. It yeah. built that confidence back up if we feel mm -hmm. like we've lost it. Reminding ourselves all the amazing things we've done did not amount to nothing. Even right. if it didn't get us to where we wanted or we feel like we quote unquote failed, if that's even possible, yeah. that's also perception. Then we can build upon them. Well, Jennifer, tell us what resources you have on your website how we find out more about you and, and all the juicy things you have. Yeah. So um, on my website, which is oldchicksnoshit.com, um, there is um, the a guide called Five Ways to Get Unstuck and Create Your Kick-Ass Next Chapter. And in there, I talk through you know the five steps. We talked about a couple of them. Um, five steps, five things that you can do that can get you on the road to um, to creating that next chapter, to, to finding out what it is that you want, and then how do you take the steps forward to get there. Um, I also offer what I call the Clarity Kickstarter call, um, where if you are really, really stuck and you just need some guidance, hop on a call with me and let's unpack it a little bit. Let's understand what's standing in the way. Like a lot of times people come to me because they are feeling stuck. They know they want something different, but they can't figure out what it is or how to get there. And so what we do together is we start to unpack that thing because I know you know it's inside you. And at the end of our call, you will have a much clearer idea of what that thing is. And you'll also have immediate action steps that you can take to start moving in that direction. Mm, I love that. Because sometimes we do need that outside coach. Sometimes we do yeah. need that outside accountability, even in going back into ourselves. And 100%. Talking with outside counsel that's going to help guide us and direct us that has also been there is so valuable. Well, yeah. we love to find out too, Jennifer, what does Rise Up For You mean to you? Oh, I love the name of the Rise Up For You. It, you know, this is where you become your most authentic self right? Like you stop hiding parts of you that you think aren't acceptable to the world or, you know, maybe pieces that you want to, sh to shell to, you know, other people, things that you don't want other people to know about you, right? As you step into your most authentic self, you will naturally rise. And so and this is something that I talk about a lot in the work that I do is like midlife really is the time where we step into who we truly are right? Like we're not a mom, we're not a ex corporate executive, we're not, you know, a sister or wife, we become who we are, right? And it's only when we become our true selves, can we, you know, find the gifts that we have, and then, you know, share them with the world. Yes. 
Absolutely. Well, thank you for the incredible work you're doing for using your own circumstance and totally being stripped of all of your identities and going, you know what, there's more inside of me. And yeah. it's been there all along. Yep. And there's more inside all of us. Exactly. Oh, thank you, Jennifer, for being on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. I enjoyed our conversation. Me as well. Oh, fantastic. Thank you for listening and rising up for yourself. As I mentioned in the beginning of the show, you can download our free success kit that is chock full of information, resources, and videos to help you become your best. All you have to do is go to riseupforyou.com slash success kit, and it will get delivered to you immediately in your inbox. I'm Lauren Sweeney, and until our next podcast, rise up for you.